Welcome back to episode 38 of the Fantasy Front Office Podcast for the week of April 23rd, 2018. Lots of pitching to discuss this week and some surprising hitting standouts. And now, entering your ears, your Fantasy Front Office. And with me in the front office this week is, oh, well, actually nobody. This is kind of a little different. Scheduling conflicts prevented the whole front office crew from getting together, so this is a solo show. I am Jeremy. Follow me at Front Office Jer. And this week we are going to get into some quick hitting stats, guys you should bench, and more. So leading off today, some pitchers. At Michael F. Florio tipped us off with this tweet. There are six qualified starters with a BABIP higher than 360. Included in that bunch are Lance McCullers Jr., Sonny Gray, John Gray, Vince Velasquez, and Sean Newcomb. Well, I'll add to that and say not far behind are Jose Quintana and Chris Archer. So the main alarming stat amongst this group of pitchers through four to five starts are their walks per nine. McCullers is walking four batters per nine, Newcomb at 4.57, Quintana at 5.03, and Sonny Gray at 6.06. Not good for them. Another alarming stat is Jose Quintana has a hard hit percentage of 44.6, and to add that to his alarming walk percentage, that doesn't bode well. That clearly explains his 5-plus ERA, and it's not looking like things are getting turned around anytime soon. So as a front office, we discussed this prior to the show that we would recommend benching a lot of these guys until... They get two quality starts in a row. Just a recommendation? Take it or leave it. Another alarming stat coming out from our friend Yancey Eaton on Twitter, Alex Colomay. So far, he's made 10 appearances, pitching 9 innings, and has a 7 ERA, a 2.22 whip, and even with that, has been able to amass 2 wins and 4 saves because baseball. Uh, He is an interesting product of baseball in 2018. Uh, It looks like his pitches are down in velocity, yet he's going to get the appearances due to them needing to increase his trade value to deal him. Uh, It's tough. I have him on quite a few rosters. I've benched him for a few weeks, and it's turned out those worked in my favor because ERA has been way up and he's only accounted for a couple saves during that time. So he's one to play it by ear if you're hurting, hurting for saves or holds even. I may look to bench him and find guys that are going to get me good holds with good ratios in the short term until he can correct things. Especially if you're looking just for holds, here are a few sneaky values. Adam Adovino, if you haven't picked him up, excellent ratios, high strikeout percentage. Another sneaky one, Chaz Rowe out in Tampa Bay. Nearly a 12K per nine, decent ratios, maybe getting some looks at closer down the road, maybe somebody to handcuff to Colome. Another Tampa Bay pitcher is Jose Alvarado. He's got six holds on the year in 10 innings, a nearly 12K per nine, 
pretty decent ratios. Definitely another good handcuff. A couple pitchers in Toronto to be looking for. Ryan Tapera. He's got six holds so far this year, excellent ratios, and will even snake some wins every once in a while. The other Toronto pitcher I would say to keep on your radar is Danny Barnes. Through 11 and two-thirds innings, he's got a .77 ERA, a 1.03 whip, and nearly 11K per nine. Definitely another guy to keep on your radar that will snake some wins as well. Another name to be on your radar is Tony Singrani. Through eight innings this year, 2.16 ERA, 0.48 whip, nearly 16.5K per nine. He's got four holds, and if, if they end up having a terrible struggle with Jansen, maybe somebody that's a sneaky hold to look for some potential save possibilities down the road, but I'm betting Jansen has the longest leash ever for a closer just due to past work history. Next up in our pitching standouts, Shamanaya, no hitter, his first complete game, and let's run down a list here of 10 guys. So Manaya, Morton, Verlander, Cueto, Cole, Cahill, Corbin, Porcello, Carrasco, and along with Stratton, all had big weeks and have had pretty excellent seasons so far. But there is one trend amongst these pitchers that is not going to continue, and it is their strand percentage. Of these 10 guys, all but Stratton have a strand rate above 80%. Manaya, Morton, Verlander, Cueto, and Cole all have a strand rate above 92%. Just to say this is small sample size, Manaya's strand rate through five starts, 36 and two-thirds innings, is 100%. Way unsustainable. He's a career, career 73% strand rate. So there's going to be some major regression there along with an increase in his ERA, whip, and everything else. And coming up after the break, we're going to get into some hitting stats. Has your fantasy baseball team ever caught the injury bug and it cost you your shot at winning your league's prizes? If so, look no further than Rotoshurance, the leader in fantasy sports insurance. Their insurance coverage can save you your league's investments with policies as low as $1.50 a season. Be sure to use the promo code FFO in all caps throughout the season to show your support for the show. Just visit rotoshurance.com. That's R-O-T-O-S-U-R-A-N-C-E.com. Simply select your sport, your league's entry fees, and choose the players you want to insure. Don't lose your money this season due to unforeseen injury and protect your team at rotoshurance.com. And as we're in the home stretch, I know this is super short this week. We just wanted to make sure you guys had our input on rosters and interesting stuff this week. So let's look at the hitting side of things. Michael A. Taylor of the Washington Nationals leads all 
of MLB with four stolen bases this past week, and he's tied with D. Gordon and Trey Turner with nine stolen bases on the season. The only, well, I wouldn't say only, but the major downside with Taylor is he's only batting 218 and an on-base percentage of only 291. Now, this week has gone up. He's been hitting at a better clip. He's been getting on at a better clip, but still, he's somebody to keep on sneaky roster, stash any utility slot, and kind of offset him with somebody that is a high average on base percentage play just for those also precious steals. I don't know if he's going to last the whole season in that outfield, but you know, collect those steals while you can, especially in Roto. Some other speedy standouts from the week. Yon Moncada, three stolen bases and three home runs, double dipping each game. And Delino DeShields is back from the injured reserve, was back with a vengeance with two stolen bases. Now, breaking out the lumber, Manny Machado hit five home runs this week. He's got eight on the year. Brandon Belt went off for four home runs this past week. He's got five on the year. Mookie Betts hit four. Moustakis hit hit three. Brinson must have liked the home cookie in Milwaukee because he went off for three home runs. And the surprise call-up last week of Teosco Hernandez, three home runs since he's been called up. And a high average, good on-base percentage. He's probably going to be up until there's a roster crunch, and he'll probably get the in there and keep an everyday slot. Uh, looking through the week, Shinsu Chu is also a sneaky value so far in on-base percentage leagues. He's not going to hit much for average. I think he's at 237 for an average. On base percentage, he's having a down year so far at only 308, but he's a career 377 on-base percentage hitter. So far this year, he scored 14 runs, 5 home runs, and 11 RBI. Definitely somebody to keep on the radar. Maybe somebody you can get thrown in in a deal, in a two-for-one kind of trade. And the next guy here, Mr. Javier Baez. Are we seeing the breakout for him? Just this week, batting 480, scored seven runs, hit three home runs, nine RBI, and he's on base at a 480 clip as well. So far this year, batting 292, has scored 18 runs, 7 home runs, 23 RBI, and on base at a 363 clip. I don't see him sustaining this, but he's off to a good enough start that 25 home runs, maybe 80 to 90 RBI are within the realm of possibility, and probably 80 to 90 runs as well, as long as he can stay hitting at a decent 260 to 70 clip to stay on base enough to get those. Miguel Andahar seems to have broken out since we talked bad about him last episode. Five runs, three home runs, seven RBI. This week he's batting 524 and has been on base at a 524 clip as well. It looks like the youth movement there in New York has shifted because they've also called up Glaber Torres, and he's been solid with his glove so far, not terrible with his bat, so just be on the lookout for them if somebody happened to leave them on the waivers, pick them up. Another sneaky bat here, Jamir Candelario. Four runs, two home runs, seven RBI, 429 batting average this week, and on base at a 484 clip. Sneaky value, low cost, definitely worth a look in most leagues. 
That'll wrap up this week's brief Week in Review wrap-up. I have been Jeremy at Front Office Jer. Find Keith at Fantasy underscore Keith. Todd at Goldie Happens. Phil at The Baseball Jedi. Follow the podcast at Fan Front Office. And visit us at our home on the web, FanFrontOfficePodcast.com, for all of our writing. We'll be back with the full Fantasy Front Office. And until next week, go and enjoy some baseball. Baseball.